Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sosondo Lake. You know, sometimes we ask in. Oh, I know where Ocean Avenue. Sometimes we're asking for ridiculous things from people. This is where the hospital where my friend used to stay. He used to stay down here. Um, Oceanside. Well, he used to stay at North Shore Hospital. Um, I don't think they ever let me in the building down there. Did they ever let me in the building down there? No, I was only able to bring him food. I brought him some food. Man, eh, whatever. It doesn't matter now. He's dead. Yeah, man, but you know what? We ask for the impossible for some from people sometimes, you know, like in, in regards to... Matter of fact, you know, I could have probably got that printer cartridge at, at Walgreens or CVS, but I don't know. I don't pay attention enough to know if they got cartridges there or not. I just went to Staples. I went to one Staples. One Staples didn't have it. I just went to the next Staples that I could find. I didn't even think about going to other places. Anyhow, I didn't want to make too many stops and stop, 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 stop. So, oh, I know where I am now, a little bit. The, um, yeah, man, we ask for the impossible or unrealistic things from some people sometimes. You know, I mean, I know this guy, he's living in Nigeria. Nigeria has a currency crisis right now. The, the, the president, prime minister, whatever he's called. Just switched over to a new currency. The currency is significantly devalued based on another video that I saw where at one point the currency was maybe like maybe a hundred dollars to a one US dollar. And now it's uh, something like sixteen hundred dollars to one US dollar. And where I'm from indigenously, you know, where I'm from originally, one US dollar is about a hundred and forty dollars now. One U.S. dollar is 140 Jamaican dollars or something like that. So, as much as I am, much as we complain, you know, as much as I complain, it's always somebody doing much worse. And then we might look at somebody else and say, "Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Stay positive." Like, how can I stay positive when so many things are going wrong? Now, you know, um, when you kind of look at things, you know, and and and, and it's hard. It's hard to get out of the cyclical thoughts. It's harder to get out of the negative thoughts. Um, but those things hold you back, in my opinion. They hold you back. They hold you back a lot because they don't allow you to. They don't allow you to. Uh, to. I think I'm gonna take this. They don't. Oh, it's gonna put me on the highway. Okay. I guess I'll take the highway if you think that's the fastest way. You think that's the fastest way to take the highway? All right. What? 17 minutes? Okay. I'll take the highway. Why not? You say the highway is going to be faster. I trust you. I trust you. Okay? I trust that you're telling me the right thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know where you're going. So, 17 minutes. Yeah. So, that's uh, 20 minutes. If I go this way, it's uh, a lot of stoplights. Um... By your calculations, I guess that's the fastest route. Okay. Um, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Um, what do I want to say now? I forget. Crystal, tell me what I was saying. Okay, so I was talking about we ask unrealistic things from people when they're in um, exceptional situations.
you know, people suffering very exceptional suffering. And we're telling them, eh, you know, stay positive or focus on your education or don't do this, don't do that. Uh, stay off the drugs, uh, stay off the alcohol, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's not really realistic um, yeah, from their perspective. From the outside, it's easy to give advice. That's why I say people who give advice, they don't have any skin in the game a lot of the times. You know, they're just giving you the advice. And then it's up to you to execute whatever they told you or recommended that you do. So, I mean, are they really paying the price? Not really. Not, 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 not totally. Maybe. Maybe if they're a victim of your inadequacies or a victim of your whatever. If they're a victim of you, like you're the perpetrator, then, you know, them giving you advice... They're invested in it, you know. If they're being hurt emotionally, psychologically, physically, financially, socially, because of your actions, or your, you know, your in your your inaction, your inaction, your whatever. Um. Then yeah, they have some skin in the game. But they, if they're not being affected and they're just giving you advice, they're not. No, 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 it doesn't really matter. They, you know, you got to check where everybody's self-interest is. Um. Some people just want to help you because they want to help you. Some want to help you just to destroy yourself. You know, I was having a conversation and I didn't really realize somebody was doing something wrong. Like they were trying to, I, I, I didn't realize this person was discriminating and it's not a racial thing. This wasn't a racial thing, but I said, oh, um, somebody asked me, Oh, you know what? You should grow some grapes. And I said, you know what? I have some grapevines that I got from so and so. Then, then yeah, they say, oh, you know, that's interesting. Then within 15 minutes of or 10 minutes of that conversation, they said, you know what? Um, I don't think you got enough space for any. Do you have a space? Do you have a space for a grapevine? So the reason why they didn't want the grapevine anymore is because of where I got it from. Um, they do want a grapevine because they suggested it to me. But when I s responded that, you know, and I actually have some clippings of grapevines from so-and-so. They said, oh, you know, I guess we don't really have space for grapevines. Now, I didn't put it all together until I was going through doing some work in my shed. I didn't pick up the negativity of it. I didn't pick up the... the um, the discrimination I didn't pick up the I didn't pick it up I didn't pick it up until a good 30 minutes later and when I picked it up I laughed I said <laughs> I said oh man I didn't pick up on that I said something bad about myself I don't want to say it now I said something bad about myself and then I, it, it put me into a cycle of well I already kind of started with a cycle of saying bad things about myself because that same person had upset me already before had already you know, started, um, started the negativity, and and I think it was. I'm being weird now. I think it was a result of me using the sandalwood and the clary sage, which are two things that supposedly ward off evil spirits, and um, you know, probably irked the evil spirits in this person, and they became uncomfortable and they put their attention upon me and this decided they wanted to struggle with me. So I'm going to struggle against them with God's blessing and hopefully God's support. I'm not going to struggle with them to destroy that other person. And I'm not going to struggle with that demon 
in order to destroy myself either. I'm not gonna do that. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask God for wisdom. I'm gonna ask God for mercy also, just in case I don't use it or utilize the wisdom um, in advance. I'll just ask for the mercy in advance. But first, I'm gonna ask for wisdom and I'm gonna ask for guidance so that I know how to step in the right direction to overcome the evil and and not only just overcome the evil but also save the host you know destroy the demon and save the host at the same time because ultimately what that demon wants to do and I'm being theoretical and I don't even like to talk like this and I'm talking weird because I'm talking about something that I don't really fully understand what that demon wants to do is enter me and uh, be able to communicate and transmit and transfer its energy through and through and through and corrupt and destroy as much as possible because just like any corporation a corporation wants to survive just like any disease a disease wants to survive just like any living organism it wants to perpetuate itself um, so I have to make myself an uncomfortable host, a unwelcome host, uh, and make myself not a host at all of that energy. So that's what I'm working towards. Now, that's just one aspect of life. That's just one. That's just one of the. I can't even say it's unforeseen because it's real. Like it's not even unforeseen anymore. We are we're just by having this conversation that we just had, we realize that, you know, these things are real, man. So, you know, but it's not that they're like mumbo jumbo and invisible and all this other stuff. You know, you're not gonna do all this stuff, you know, not not exactly. But the thing is that you gotta know how to fight. Well, you know, oh my gosh. which which highway is that? Is that the highway I'm going on? No. No, no, no. No, that's not the highway I'm going on. Thank God. <laughs> I was about to pass the exit. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Look at these stoplights. Look at all these cars seized up. Anyhow, so... I'm not a, I'm not a person that knows how to fight spiritual warfare. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to learn about it. I don't want to hear about it. Because it scares me. It scares me. But... When I realize it's something that we're doing every day, now it's not so scary. When when you realize that it's you interacting with people in this physical plane, that is the spiritual. That is the spiritual warfare. You're interacting with people on this physical plane. It's not that scary now because you're looking at this person. This person is attacking you, or this person is coming at you, or this person is trying to trigger you. It's not them. It's an energy that's flowing through them, an energy that has been put into them. It could be put into them by cartoons. It could be put into them by rap music. It could be put into them by some of these stupid shows on TV. It could be put into them by social media. It could be put into them by drugs. It could be put into them by illness. You know, they believe that illness is a curse or stuff like that. But I mean, I don't know about that. Maybe someday I'll come to some kind of understanding. But you know, when I understand things, I forget. So anyhow, um, Ultimately, listen what it comes down to. Disciplining yourself. So, 
going back to what I, you know, I lost my train of thought. But we expect people to do this and we expect people to do that. Stop expecting people to do anything. Stay away from people. People are conduits for evil spirits at times. You know, people who come, whatever, whatever way that they, they it happened to them, it happened to them. Now they're a threat. Now you need to know how to navigate them. Are you prepared? Am I prepared? Probably not. Probably not so much. That's why I still get angry. That's that evil spirit. That's why I still lash out. That's that evil spirit. That's why I still have negative thoughts. That's why I still am fearful. Those are not positive, good vibes feelings. When you have when you have positive, good vibes, you're not afraid and all this stuff like that. You're not angry. You're not cycling in negative thoughts. You're looking towards the future. You're looking towards, I don't know, Friday night. Whatever. Ten years from now. People who are survivalist, negative. I'm going to say possessed. I'm going off on tangents. I'm, I'm being really hyperbole right now. Possessed. They're not thinking about the long term. They're thinking about gimme, gimme, gimme right now. And what do we see as a result of that? And I was just talking about myself and me not listening to my brother, and he's telling me to get an advanced degree, get my master's, and I was like, nah, I don't want to get, I don't want to get no master's. I want to get paid right now. I want to have my fun right now. I don't want to go back to school. I just did ten years in school just to try to get my bachelor's. I'm gonna do two more years, twelve years? No. You know. So anyhow, I mean, his advice was good, but hey, I didn't take it. I wanted now, 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 right? I mean, let's even go to religion. When we talk about heaven or Jenna, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. Is there a heaven? I don't know if there's a heaven in Judaism. I know there's a heaven in Islam. I know there's a heaven in Christianity. You know, they call it, I think they call it Jenna. So people are planning for the future. They're planning on dying and going to heaven. Or if they're Buddhist, they're planning on dying and being reincarnated at a higher level of reincarnation. So putting that carrot further out for them prevents them from having an immediate satisfaction survivalist mentality, hopefully. And it allows them to live more civilly and more high brain, long-term sustainable this word sustainable that I like to use. Collectivism is another word that I like to use. But people associated with communism. So I think I've retreated from it. Because what people understand publicly and, and widely. That's what they believe the word means. And I don't want to be politically affiliated with any political I don't want to be affiliated with any political thing because I'm not even affiliated with anything. I'm not affiliated with nobody, anything, except for my family members. That's it. I'll be affiliated with them. And still, I don't even condone all of their actions. I still don't even condone all of my actions. Anyhow, going back to setting expectations, 
um, you know, stoicism tells you be strict with yourself and lenient with others. So if you're lenient with others, then you're not going to really expect much from them. But, you know, one caveat and one drawback to that is when you're in close proximity to people and you don't expect much from them and you're being strict with yourself, you work hard and you don't hold them accountable. As a result of that, they become weaker and weaker in their capabilities and become stronger and stronger in their manipulation because they don't need to know how to do anything because they have you to do it. That's you do it. So when you're strong and you don't allow people to take accountability and do what they have to do and you're doing it all for them, they don't develop the skill of doing things. They develop the skill of just depending on you. And to depend on you, they need to be able to control you. And if they need to control you by any means necessary. They can't necessarily, well, in some cases, they will physically be restrained or whatever you yet. But since those things are pretty much illegal on an everyday um, community basis, they'll just manipulate you with uh, gaslighting and guilt tripping and other things like that. So anyhow, man, you know, at the same time, like I said, be lenient with others, strict with yourself and stay away from people. Now, when you're in close proximity, that's what I just explained. When you're in close proximity now, yeah. when you're in close proximity, that person becomes you. Basically, flesh of your flesh, right? You should now hold them accountable just as much as yourself. You should give them as much work as you're doing. Else, they'll not know how to do anything and they'll just resign themselves to manipulating you and controlling you in order to do things. You'll become that tool and they'll just pull your lever and get you to do stuff. But anyhow, um, so similarly, even when we're talking about, let's talk about something political. Let's talk about giving aid to certain um, countries, organizations, demographic, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you pick, pick one. Don't pick one that you hate. Pick one that you like. Pick a group that you like. Okay, so now indefinite. Would you give them indefinite subsidies, indefinite assistance, indefinite, um, I don't know, grants, loans, not grants, grants from out of your own pocket, you're going to pour out of yourself indefinitely to them, to sustain them? No, the point should be get them to a point where they can sustain themselves. Because if they can't sustain themselves, they're going to come back to you every day for something. So it's just like Jesus says, teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a fish. Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll feed himself. I'm paraphrasing. Now, it works two ways. You can use the fact that you're only giving them fish every day to manipulate that person. Or you may look at it, so you may find an incentive in being able to control that person using your food supply, using your fish supply. Or, if you don't got it, you're going to be like, this is annoying. Stop coming back here for the fish, man. Go learn how to fish. So it's, it's more than one way. People who have an excess... They can find, you know, they can say, you know, I'll give you a fish every day, but guess what you got to do? Or, you know, people that don't have it, they'll be like, man, you can't, I just gave you a fish yesterday. 
So if we don't, if we are on all sides, if we consider all sides, whether being on the receiving side, on the giving side, on the manipulating side, on the um, dependency side, let's look at it on all sides. Let's look on the exploitation side. Let's look on it on the leverage side. Let's look at it on all sides. The best thing is for everybody to know how to find get his own fish. The best thing for everybody. If I can get my own fish, I don't need to ask you for a fish. If I get my own fish, you don't need to give me a fish. If I get my own fish, you can't buy me with fish. I already got a fish. You're telling me that I got to do something to get a fish? I already know how to fish. I already got my fish. I don't need. To, I don't even need to acknowledge whatever you're saying. So anyhow, man, I'm going to just cut it off right here. I've been on the road for about an hour now. But hey, man, people need to stay away from each other and be as independent as possible. You know? That's it, man. Be as independent and self-sufficient as possible. And be sustainable when it comes to dealing with other people. And hold people accountable if they're in close proximity to you. But if they're far away from you, it's not really your business too much of whether they're accountable or not. But if they're connected to you, well, then, you know, you got to teach them how to fish. Man, I wish I had my van. But anyhow, bless God. Thanks for listening.